Hello and welcome, this is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive, and you're tuned in to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Scorpio season in 2020. This is the 30-day span of time between October 22nd and November 21st. To get the best information from your horoscopes, I always recommend listening for both your sun and your rising sign. If you don't know what sign you are, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. If you're interested in working more deeply with astrology this Scorpio season, then please check out the Scorpio season attunement practice, which I have available for download now on my website. The Scorpio attunement is a two-part workshop that includes an hour of astrology with me, where I offer suggestions for working with Scorpio's energy in your chart, body, and life, and some key themes for Scorpio season this year, including timing for potentials and challenges. In the second half of the workshop, artist, composer, and intuitive energetic conduit Holland Andrews, who's also a Scorpio, will guide you in a somatic vocal exploration for working with Scorpio's energy, accessing your intuition and personal power, and cutting cords with that and those who no longer serve your growth and highest potential. Access to the recorded workshop is available by sliding scale, and 50% of all proceeds will go to Radical Rest, a decentralized pop-up and community of healers, therapists, and guides who provide free services to Black, Brown, and Indigenous folks and activists. For astro nerds and embodiment enthusiasts, I offer an extended content subscription that includes in-depth month-ahead forecasts and exploratory experiential prompts for learning astrology and working with daily planetary transits and lunar cycles. Subscriptions are available by donation. Find more information at embodiedastrology.com and follow me on Instagram at embodiedastrology for regular updates and musings. If this work is helpful for you, the best way to support it is to share it with your friends and through your networks and to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes podcasts. Of course, your financial donations are so appreciated and essential in sustaining the production of this work. Thank you. Hello, Leo. Welcome to Scorpio season. Scorpio, like Leo, is a fixed sign, and that means that, like Leo, it is an energy that is extremely powerful and um, pretty clear about what its priorities are. For Leo, Scorpio holds an energy that exists kind of in the, the root of your chart or in the anchor. And as I'm tuning into your charts for Scorpio season, I'm tuning into issues that feel really foundational and have a lot to do with a sense of security and safety and stability. As Scorpio season begins, it feels like you are moving into a new space of awareness around these themes. And I'd like you to think about these themes generally um, across the spectrum of activities and relationships and experiences within your life. And also specifically um, when it comes to kind of early experiences that you uh, may have had with your family, um, with your upbringing, with um, kind of early childhood development and early entrainment around um, security, stability, and power, as well as your own um, kind of, of knowing of yourself. Um, how did you learn to know yourself? Were you encouraged to be yourself? Did you feel like you had to perform something or were you kind of walking on eggshells around uh, someone or, or something? Um, what's coming up in this Scorpio season is a sense of really needing to settle into the truth of who you are and also um, 
into a, a stable attachment uh, with yourself. And so when I say stable attachment, I'm referring to intimacy styles and relationship styles um, that, of course, have a lot to do with other people, but first have something to do with yourself. So can you be with yourself? Can you hold your own feelings? Can you um, hold yourself when it feels like maybe other people or other circumstances um, aren't or can't or won't? If you are looking for validation from the outer world and you can't hold yourself, then there's a lot of instability that happens. Um, however, if you can hold yourself and really be with your own process and attend to your own needs, then you can move out into the world with uh, a considerable amount of confidence and power. And this month of Scorpio season really speaks to this dynamic, the dynamic between your inner uh, experience your kind of personal sense of um, security and safety and your own power and ability to to stand in that power and how you are relating with the outer world and how you're putting yourself out and into the world and it feels like the world I'm using kind of quotation marks there air quotes the world is asking for you to come out into it. And there's a sense of um, pretty amazing opportunity as I feel into your uh, chart for a Scorpio season, but also as we move into the next several years, um, there is a lot of breakthrough energy, a lot of really exciting, um, new kind of pioneering uh, energy that you have in the way that you are um, engaging with the world. And for many of you, um, this will include your career, your vocation, kind of what you're doing out there. And for plenty, uh, if not all Leos, this has to do with a general sense of you just being a person in the world, but in the world, you know, not you in private, but you kind of putting yourself out there. And you, um, like I said, are being called into the world right now. There's something that is desired from you and you have something that is quite unique, quite different, uh, exciting that you want to give and that you want to um, put out into the world. And I want to encourage you to see any um, unexpected developments in your life, any changes, any like rock and roll kind of uh, stuff that's going on, especially when it comes to career, vocation, what you're doing in the world. If there are things that feel tumultuous or chaotic right now, um, I, I would love to encourage you to look for the opportunities that chaos is presenting. And sometimes opportunities come wrapped in packages that we think are disappointments or that we think are, you know, totally chaotic clusters. Um, but I, I do see that there is quite a lot of potential for you doing something. And this something doesn't feel new. It feels like it is very supported by um, a a, a lot of work that you've been doing for actually a long time, um, at least the last couple of years, if not the last 10 or 12 years. And as we get into Scorpio season, this work is also um, really kind of holding a focal point. And there's something that is changing within the nature of this work. And I feel like um, you're getting somewhere that that 
seems to be close to some kind of completion or readiness to shift out of a way of being that you've held for a long time. Um, and now you need to move on from that. And I do want to say that for some Leos, this may be the same or may be very connected with matters of your health and your energy. Um, Leo is one of the hardest working signs in the zodiac um, and what has been happening in the place of your chart that describes your day-to-day -day work, your labor, your efforts, your responsibilities, and your health is a mounting kind of pressure and intensity. And my sense is, is that the uh, work that many people are doing in the world right now to dismantle capitalist patriarchy, to look at concepts of productivity and labor and kind of see the problematic issues within um, these kinds of goals or aspirations, you know, to be productive, to like be efficient, to work really hard or whatever, you know, that these are actually symptoms of dis-ease within our culture. And I think you can probably... Uh, you know, talk about that in your own experience. You have some something that feels resonant to that of a need to shift into some way of being that is not so harsh or demanding upon yourself. Um, and for plenty of you, this is going to kind of give rise to a way of working that is somehow transformed. And I don't know what this transformation looks like, but I think you'll find out over the course of the next couple of months. And it feels like in Scorpio season, you um, really start to understand something about it, um, especially as we get into kind of the middle of Scorpio season um, around the 10th, 11th, 12th of November. So a couple of um, key dates to keep in mind as we go through this season, um, October 31st, this is Halloween or Samhain. Um, it is a pretty significant day and time of year across the world. Um, many traditions recognize this time of year um, as a time when the veils between the worlds are thinner. So we have access into the spiritual and ancestral realms, into the unseen and the hidden realms, as well as into the realms of our own shadow self. And this uh, day is the full moon, and this is a very powerful full moon with um, a couple of really potent and powerful aspects. So on this day, it would be awesome if you can uh, engage in some kind of check-in with your spiritual self or with this idea of the other realms, um, maybe realms within you that you cannot see or realms out there <laughs> around you um, that are bringing invisible energies or subtle energies into your sphere. And um, what I would suggest is uh, radical wild imagination for you. And what what is the wildest dream that you can conjure up for yourself about what you want to be in the world and what you want to be doing in the world and with your life? And these ideas of how you work in the world and how you conduct your daily business and how you engage with your health and your body's energy and your labor are super important. And the um, themes that I started this horoscope with, these ideas of personal power and security and safety are also super important. So if you can envision 
a future self where you are just exquisitely centered and so deeply grounded in your own power and in connection to greater sources of security and stability. Um, I would start off with the earth itself and with your place uh, here on the planet. I would include um, family and community and friends and uh, whatever you want to make of those words and let them be vast and expansive and um, totally non-binary. Um, how do you root? How do you ground? Can you imagine yourself just really anchored in power and that power coming up and filling you and emanating and channeling through you into some kind of offering for the world? And let your imagination get really big. And I would ask you here to feel into what are you scared of you know there's this kind of um adage out there it's like we're we're scared of our own power we're scared of how great we can be are you as you imagine into your wildest fantasies of what your life could be um are you terrified <laughs> by the fact that you might actually be able to have them if so and i have a sense that there might be a little you know anxiety um, whether or not it's conscious, but if so, um, notice it and, and challenge yourself to think beyond that, like really bring up a kind of wild, what if this is possible kind of dream. And as you feel into this, you may also um, come into some kind of awareness around what blocks you from, from that potentiality. And I'm going to say that um, it feels like you're probably already becoming aware of, of some blockages that um, exist between you and that potentiality that have to do with these issues of power and security and stability and the way that you make agreements to be in the world and maybe hold yourself back or hold yourself in um, or, or not really give it your all because of some kind of fear, some kind of instability. And so as these... Um, pieces of awareness, you know, noticing where blockages are start to become more obvious to you um, through, you know, reflection, through your embodied sense. Um, I think you're quite ready to start moving into new agreements, you know, new ways of being with yourself and being with others and being with the world. And these agreements have to do with you just claiming some Stability, claiming some kind of anchor, some power. You don't want to be uh, easily swayed by insecurity. Um, you need to have this sense of secure attachment with yourself and with the ground underneath you and with your spiritual anchor, your essence. Um, I mentioned this, that as we get into uh, the middle part of November, 12th, 13th, 14th, there's some really powerful aspects. And these aspects speak to me about this um, kind of integration or maybe even perhaps some kind of closure or recognition of ways that you need to be working. And when I'm saying working, I want to include any job, any labor that you're performing, any chores that you have to do all the time, the responsibilities that you hold. I also want to include um, your energy and how you work with your energy day to day. And in that, go beyond the jobs and the responsibilities and just think about how do you care for yourself? How are you working, right, to ma maintain your life? 
Um, this is a great time to kind of set intentions around caring for yourself and caring for this sense of groundedness and rootedness and stability and really aligning yourself with your deep beliefs around who you want to be in the world and what is important to you and what your priorities are. And at the new moon on November 14th, I encourage you to um, come up with some kind of ritual, and this might be a ritual of five minutes of attention or thought or coming back to it throughout the day or journaling or something that's more gestural, um, but think about really planting a seed uh, for your future. And this seed is a seed of potentiality for your own power, for your deep connection and sense of belonging and safety, uh, the sense of being wanted and being held in the world and in some kind of more general way, you know, you belong here, you can take up some space, um, you can be present with your own humanity and failings and, I don't know, not have to bury yourself in obligations to somehow make yourself better all the time. Um, you want to plant a seed for some kind of new beginning and really uh, think about you know this this dream this image of what could you reach for what is the wildest possibility that you can imagine and take that with you through the end of Scorpio season and as we get into Sagittarius season there's a lot of room for creativity and expansion um, but moving through Scorpio such an important time to be doing this very deep very important work um, between now and then all through Scorpio season, we're working with the embodied rulership of Scorpio in the, the deep emotional body and in the pelvis, the genitals, the organs of reproduction and elimination. And of course, this is the part of our body that holds our root energy. So if throughout this month, you can bring attention regularly to this part of your body and notice if you are habituated to fear patterns, this is tightening in your pelvic floor, tucking your tail, um, feeling disconnected. And uh, if so, Soften, breathe, come into your pelvic basin, um, try and embody this place, this space. And um, I have a guided meditation on my SoundCloud called Hello Down There, getting to know your pelvic basin. You might want to check that out if you'd like some support and assistance. I hope any and all of this is helpful for you in Scorpio season. I'm wishing you all the best. Much love and bye for now. At the beginning of Scorpio season, as I recorded these horoscopes, we were just weeks away from the end of the 2020 presidential election in the United States. Whether you voted early, whether you went to the polls, whether you did not vote at all, if you are living in the US, then you, like the rest of us, have been inundated with political news, voter motivation, and mixed messages about what this election is really about. To settle some of the confusion and help us clarify our thinking and priorities, I interviewed Shilpa Joshi for the most recent special guest episode of Embodied Astrology. Shilpa is a community organizer and advocate working specifically around climate justice and policy. She talked about the impact that the current administration has had on environmental policy and why this election is so important on a whole range of issues. If you're interested, you can find that episode on all of your favorite listening platforms. If you're looking to make major life shifts or align your work and efforts towards a more equitable, environmentally sustainable future, please join me for Pivot Shift Transform, a three-part online embodied astrology intensive where you'll learn the basics of working with signs, planets, houses, and transits. 
In this intensive, we focus on the major transits of 2020, 21, and 22, and interpret them in relation to our own charts to divine guidance on how we can best align our plans and efforts with the radical societal reconstruction that is already underway and absolutely essential for a livable future on our planet. This is a pre-recorded online workshop which is suitable for all levels. Access to the recording is available by sliding scale. 30% of all proceeds for this workshop are donated to Mudbone Grown Solidarity Food Shares for Black families. For those of you really wanting to dive in with embodied astrology on a daily basis or commit to a regular financial donation to support this work to continue, please become a monthly subscriber. Subscriptions include exclusive content such as month-ahead extended forecasts and day-by-day -day astro journals that support you in working with the astrology of each season through embodiment, creativity, self-reflection, and life practice. Subscriptions are available by monthly, quarterly, and annual donation and include discounts for year-ahead birthday reports. Go to embodiedastrology.com for more information on my upcoming events, subscriptions, and other offerings. Thanks so much for listening.